This is not a show for debate. This is a show for discussion. It's people coming together, sharing their thoughts and opinions in a lighthearted way about controversial or sometimes dark subject matter. There's no winners or losers. There's no final conclusion. But I do have three rules. Number one. No yelling, no personal attacks, none of that. Number two. All opinions are allowed to be expressed on here. Number three. The vibe has got to stay chill. So, welcome to Grey Harder. In the beginning, humans were, in the words of Lewis Black, savages at best. Without law, without order, we'd have never grown into the complex societies we've long since become. Threats of extreme violence and cruel, unusual punishments were the norm in the early days of attempts at society. A prevailing theory as to the origins of the first religions was merely that various stories helped us make sense of the world around us. Why is there thunder? Oh, because Zeus is angry. Over time, it was told that human behavior could sway a god in their favor through sacrifices or bizarre rituals and various other deeds. As human nature and societies evolved, so too did our religions. They became complex, and every religion had a set of rules and tales of how their god or gods would react. Just because no one saw you steal from the merchant's fruit stand doesn't mean you were off the hook. Leaders could instill fear in the populace simply by way of, He is always watching! This was an important step for us as a society. It's helped shape and inspire roles that we've, by and large, come to agree on. Murder, rape, theft, wanton violence, we don't want these things. Religions and our societies disapprove of them throughout their texts. And it still holds true today, even when there are fewer people than ever before in modern times still holding sway to religions of any kind. We're an advanced culture now. We understand the science of the cosmos like never before, and we're constantly learning more, most of which runs counter to the original explanations in those early religious texts. We have a working legal system that is, by definition, separated from religious dogma, and only three of the original Ten Commandments have inspired laws that most first-world countries adhere to. Today, I'm focusing on a simple-sounding but complex and controversial question. Given these advancements, given our ongoing scientific discoveries, and our trending towards less religious leanings, do we still need God? Joining me to discuss this today are two comedians on opposite ends of the religious aisle, an atheist, Justin Ruppel, and a devout Christian, TK. How are the two of you? Doing very well, thank you. Now, we can all agree, though, that... Homosexuals are going to burn in hell, and then we're good, right? We I, well, we can't agree what? on that, but no, it's I uh, it's, no, I don't believe that actually. With the jokes, yeah. Well, I I, I know you're a you're a liberal. So I didn't know that, sense, Justin. I thought Kristen. you believed in something, though. I didn't know you were a devout atheist. Uh, I mean, to believe you're more of an well, agnostic. We'll, we'll get we'll get we'll get it we'll get into it we'll get into it. Okay. We'll into well, it. there's well, atheist and being agnostic, and I just well, asking a question. Yeah, no, I understand. Um, I. For the for the opening statements, TK, I'll let you let's swing this one out. Okay. Uh, do we still need God? I believe in society we do, to, by and large, to some degree, but it all depends. You know, um, for me personally, as a Christian, it's actually easier for me to sometimes be around guys like you than it is other Christians because other Christians. Very judgmental. Mm-hmm. They're very. When well, I made the joke that they believe homosexuals are going to hell, they believe you know this and that, and they're very they're very stern in their belief. And 
even like Southern Baptists, I went to a Baptist church, like, oh, you drink? Oh, you can't ever drink. Uh, Jesus drank wine. I don't understand what that is. No, but you can't drink. And they're like, if, you, if you're drinking, you can't be in this church. I'm like, that's crazy to me. So a lot of times, and my wife, Kara, who's also Christian, we believe, in the, what we believe is Jesus brought us here not to judge, but to love. Just love people. Mm-hmm. And don't judge people. Certainly have to judge people like rapists or child molesters. They can't be in society. Murderers. But outside of that, um, it's. I guess it's. It, it all depends a lot on how you're raised, too. You know? I mean, Mitch, you don't believe in God. You're one of the most moral people I've ever met. You have a strong sense of right and wrong. Your word means a lot to you. You don't lie. And yet I deal with Christians all the time that... You know, I'm saved, so I can do whatever I want. Sure, and that's very frustrating to me. Uh, Ruppel, do you want to? You want to? <clears throat> do we still need God? Is the opening question. All right, <clears throat> to try to answer that as best I can. Um, ne- the word you used is need, and do we need that? No, because what we have access to in a modern time is a collective knowledge, and that collective knowledge includes the texts of all the religions, you know, all the great texts written uh, from the Dead Sea Scrolls to the Quran to the first, uh, the the New Testament and the Old Testament and all of the, they're all accessible. Everything that we've had is, is available now. And the reason I say <clears throat> we don't need God is because before the only way we were able to transfer energy from one generation to the next is to say that there was somebody else who's keeping this knowledge and this knowledge is is God. It's like me, but in the sky and watching you all the time. That's like a way we'd explain it to children. You know, it's like, so we, we created, he created us and he's watching us or she or whatever, the entity is watching you and, and, and it's a way for us to keep us in check and, and relay knowledge. Now we have access to that knowledge so much so that I think what's so what's so important for us to move forward as a species is the problem with God is it's like we have a solution and there it is and God has all the answers and God knows and there's a there's a plan and all this stuff and those those people will not or the people who who sign up for that typically won't push forward because there's some things that are just answered. And I think the pushing forward is what is so great about it. And even all of the texts, I, I, I've read them all. I've, you know, the Bhagavad Gita and the, the Quran and the, and the Bible, and they're great texts and they relay some great uh, metaphors to life, but we don't need the representative over the top that we created to tell these stories. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. I was going to go back to something you said, DK. That's just uh, sort so of, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's fine. We can, it can go kind of anywhere you want with it. Uh, <clears throat> but TK, you had mentioned something that I think a lot of, I think that uh, certainly agnostic atheist folks uh, harp on maybe a little too much, but uh, it's still a valid point, is the, the, uh, vast number of, and I don't know like percentage-wise, but the number of, it's certainly uh, common enough that it gets brought up all the time. And anyone can think of a hundred different examples of religious people who are not adhering to their own dogma. 
And in this, in the case of Christianity, I find it as an interesting kind of uh, feedback loop of, well, yes, I sinned, but hey, we all do. But I can pray and ask forgiveness, and then I'm, I feel pretty good about that. Like, I'm all right. Right. It, it can sound like to someone like myself, and perhaps to Ruppel, I'm not sure, uh, it can sound like it's this catch-all, like, well, I, I just get out of jail free card for all time because it's like, oh, well, only God can judge me. And, uh, you know, he right. forgave me because I prayed. And it, it could – my concern has always been throughout uh, – when it comes to religious uh, dogma, when it comes to religious uh, people trying to make laws, my concern is that it's uh, they have this this way out that uh, I feel like even if they're not necessarily religious, even if they don't necessarily believe it, right. they're like, well, people, you know, you know, as long as I'm, this is why all of our presidents are Christian. You know what I mean? Well, uh, that's that's very that's a valid point. I will say this. Uh, I do. I didn't get around to it, but I do believe that we need God. We don't need the perversion of God because the problem so many in Christianity is 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 in with this with the holy wars. We take what we want and we perverse it so that the masses believe this is what God wants us to do. Uh, yeah. Interesting fact: a lot of people don't know this. The reason priests can't get married, they always said, "Well, you need to be closer to God." Not true at all. What happens? The Catholic Church would give anyone who was a priest a plot of land, and then what they would do is they would keep the priest there for a while. Then they would move them where they would get another piece of land, and then the church, what happens, would take over this piece of land. Or if the priest was married and died, who does the land go to? His wife. He's not married. He goes back to the church, and that's how the Catholic Church was able to amass so much real estate. Uh, but they came up with the idea that, well, you've got to be closer to God so you can't be married, which is why we untold thousands and thousands of children have been molested, because you put an old man with a boy in a room together with a bottle of wine, shit's going to go wrong. Apparently. But I, I do believe we need God, and I'll tell you why. Because when you look at societies like Russia and China, uh, where it's the state before God— I mean, these were two communist countries that are actually changing a little bit now. However, eventually, if we don't believe in God, what's going to take over is the government, and the government's going to give you your idea or their idea of what needs to transpire. Do you not think that we are state before God here? Uh, we we are moving in that direction, and I think that's because not as many people adhere to the fact that they believe in God. It's It's going that direction. It absolutely is. Um, as a as a as a question, mm -hmm. uh, when you when you listen to the the Pledge of Allegiance mm -hmm. or uh, basically everything we do before our major events, whether it be presidential speeches or football right. or baseball games, we talk about God and all the players mm -hmm. talk about God, and mm -hmm. it's in our constitution. Yeah, it's uh, you know it's on our money. You can't have a speech without the God only, bless the it's USA. The only country left where it's on the money. That's well, true. It's it's on it's on the money, and I think most of us, most of us who are not part of the Christian religion in America, will pretty much go. And I think it's pretty much wink, wink, hint, hint. It's Christianity that that's the God we're referring to. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. So 
<clears throat> we're already kind of doing that anyway. We already have a government that is also our religious forum. It's all they, Unfortunately, when we started America, uh, there was a really great idea that was put down, which was, listen, we have to completely separate the church and the state. Right. There can't be any mention of it. Mm-hmm. We didn't even have the, uh, you know, in God we trust on the money mm-hmm. originally. This is added. You know, mm-hmm. these these are things that are added to to the Pledge of Allegiance didn't have under God until the what forties, fifties. Yeah, and at know. least in the twentieth century. Uh, and we all that that's a Pledge of Allegiance is rather new anyway. Yeah. It's it's within the twentieth century, the, at least the nineteenth. I don't want to quote it too bad, but the the, <laughs> the point I'm trying to make in this state is that. We are already kind of doing that anyway in America, and the only people who feel that <clears throat> I was raised kind of that Christian. I still celebrate Christmas mm-hmm. because love I love some Christmas. Now let me ask you because we've talked before: Are sure. you agnostic? Or are you atheist? Do you believe in nothing? Like, well, I've had here's here's something. Here's the difference in the word that you used is believe, right? And right. believing means that I don't question. It's the it's the essence of. I know it to be true, so much so that if I fell backwards, you know, the someone would catch me. Right. But not in that sense. It's right. I have one hundred percent faith. I think. I you know, I think that's no, the hold, difference between faith and belief. I don't mean to cut you off, but I, 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 th- I don't think no, belief no, no, is one hundred percent. But I'll no, let, no, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, even fa- yes, it is. Faith is faith is. I mean, you ask a gentleman like TK. He 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 believes. Yeah. yeah, there's, there's no. I'm not. This conversation and a thousand conversations isn't going to change that. No, no, that, uh, not a conversation. That has to. Anything that changes has to come from someone within out. That has to. That's the only way that happens. Right. So when someone asks, "Are you agnostic?" That means that I would believe that there's something, but there's you know. But for me to even say that there's something, that I have that I have a a a. a, a Problem with saying that there's something there too. Because well, let me phrase the question: Do you believe that it was just the Big Bang theory, and there's no higher being at all that helped shape the Earth, correct, or the universe? Okay. I, yeah, there was there was no higher being that okay, did this. Okay, then yeah, no. you're atheist. That's yeah. There's there's no there wasn't a let's put it this way: there was no intelligent mind that said I, there there wasn't. See, there so was interesting to me because for me, and we're all friends, but for me, I can't even shape my head around that. I understand. Yeah, no, I know you do, and we've been <clears throat> great friends a long time. Um, but here's here's well, that that's that's that many people would argue uh, that is essentially the beginnings of religion was that that uh, that fear of like I, I truly don't understand what's going on. I don't understand this crazy world. Why does it rain? Why does my child die? Uh, why, why am I here? All these kinds of things. And in search of that answer, people were like, uh, here's a, here's an answer. Uh, because this guy, and you're like, Oh, well that, that solves the problem. Because if I just go, well, there's, there's a guy up there who's overseeing everything. He's got a plan. He's got you know blueprints. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He put this all together. Yep. Well, uh, then you can kind of go anything that happens. You go well. That's what the guy. Wanted. I just have a simple question, and because and I put I put the dog in their room and she's still barking. Okay, that's uh, the simple question that I can't get over. If if someone's like, well, you don't believe that there's a higher being that created this. 
then I have to say, right, then who, who created him? And who created that one? Because did that one just exist? And if it existed, then you're making me think that, all right, so the universe didn't just exist, it was created, but this thing was just forever, and it was a person or a, a mind or a consciousness or something like that? I can't. Yeah, but then where did all this come from? If you're saying that that's not possible, then how do you make something out of nothing? Like the Big Bang, there was nothing, there was a void, well, if I, and then if, there was if, boom. I, I can jump in scientifically on this one. Um, well, that is that is the big religious debate, no matter what right. sort of spiritual belief you have, right. one way or another, you have to answer for yourself, well, then what before? In philosophy, right. the... the Gods are eternal, and eternal by a philosophical standpoint means self-existing, self-maintaining, no beginning, no end. That would answer your question, Ruppel, as far as, well, who created God? God just was. God always is, always was, always will be. Self-existing, self-maintaining, no beginning, no end. However, that same uh, principle could very well apply to the cosmos. Uh, Energy cannot be created nor destroyed. Right. there is a there is a, a, a theory, uh, and it, it blows the mind. Uh, but you know, it, it makes it makes as much sense as it can uh, that it's a cyclical. That uh, there's an expansion, expansion of the universe out as societies grow, as life forms grow, they come together, and so starts to kind of shrink again, and at some point becomes, let's say, you know, there's the singularity idea becomes one consciousness or becomes one sort of life force. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an a- Isaac Asimov a short mm-hmm. story called uh, the, the Last Question that, that it does a great exploration of this idea. But it blew my mind as well. <laughs> the idea would be that the, the Big Bang was us. I mean, scientific fact is that every, uh, every molecule in your body is made of the same uh, energy and uh, star stuff, as Carl Sagan would say, that was uh, uh, that came about as a result of the Big Bang. Oh, I believe that. They said when I took in science that molecules are the same with everything. Mm-hmm. It's just the density, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and how it works. He's which... not. He's not a science denier, and and that's. Oh the, no, no. He's his question, and and I understand it completely. And that's mm-hmm. the. Here's the thing. That's the same question I have. And when you said, what what do you think happened? You right. asked me that question, but, and here's my answer. Okay. In one word, or in 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 one sentence, I don't know, and because I don't know, I won't allow myself to just subscribe and say I believe something because I think the whole goal is to keep trying to find out. And right. I don't think I ever will. I, I can't say that I won't tomorrow, right. but I can tell you today that I, I think the religions or belief or faith deserves 100%. Hey, hey, listen, you know. it's all based on faith and the fact that even in the Bible, God says, my ways are not your ways. That's why God has always been. Like, if we can believe that it exists with energy, which is a scientific fact, energy cannot be created or destroyed, then it can only be harnessed. Then sure. why can't we have a being of, of immense intelligence well, I'll tell out you, there? Well, I'll tell you why. <clears throat> because I, I have a problem with this being then. I have a problem with the fact that you and I are, you know, for better, or for worse, alive, you know, <laughs> we're, you know, in, in not too much of disrepair. Mm-hmm. And you and I both know that there are, at a low estimate, a billion people on this planet 
who won't ever come close to our age and will die of horrible, <laughs> horrible atrocities. And, and, and there is no amount of praying or – or uh, you know, interve- that's not that that's happening to them, and I don't know how you address that to uh, this creator. And I, I I know exactly what you're saying, and sure. I agree with you. But I will tell you this: uh, I believe personally, this is what I believe. God can do anything with a thought or a snap of a finger, if it's so be, or whatever. However, sure. the ultimate being in this cosmos, who could very well say, "This is how it's going to be. This is what I want." He gave man, he says in the Bible, free reign over the earth. He gave us free reign to be able to learn and do what we need to do to grow as people. And man is inherently evil in a lot of ways. So if he gave, if, if I say to you, hey, Justin, I'm giving you this brand new uh, car. It's $90,000. You can do what you want with it. And you don't get the oil changed and you run over people and you do whatever, but... I'm like, I gave you that car. I can't believe you're doing all this shit with that car, but it's your car. I'm going to let you drive it until it's done. Like, not run over people, but you don't get the tires changed. You don't, you know, you don't. What if God gives you a car that doesn't have tires and doesn't have a steering wheel? You know, that's my question is what do you say to, what do you say to the children that were born maimed or, or, you know, don't get born because of nothing but, Whatever, you know, it's God's will. What do you say to, what does God say to them? If he can change it, if he can really change it, if he can be like, listen, in a second, is his intention for those little lives to suffer? Did he think to himself, well, I'm creating them, and right now I'm creating them in a place that's inhabitable, uninhabitable and bad. Right. I'm going to create them in, in, in many ways to destine them to die and suffer very young and not give them all the things that very many assholes are going to have. Did he, did he intend to do that? So I, 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 uh, I, I have questions, separate questions uh, for sure. each of you. Uh, you can figure out who wants to go first. They're totally separate. For TK, my question is, it's a very common atheist slash agnostic question of religious people. If there's free reign and free will... And uh, we we are free to do what we whatever we will, and we have examples all over the place of people just running uh, r- roughshod and doing whatever the hell they want. Uh, why prayer? Why pray at all? That's that question. My question for you, Ruppel, is um, I, I can assume that TK's morality is either based on or heavily influenced by. Uh, the laws of God, uh, if you will. Mm. What is, and this is probably this is what religious people fear about atheists and agnostics is. Well, where do you get your moral compass? What informs your morality? If morality is relativistic to your society, uh, is it just it's on the books? If tomorrow they said, you know what, rape is free and clear, you're probably not just going to go out and rape. Sure. You have it in your head. T, do you want to answer first? So. Yeah, I guess I'll answer first. Uh, why prayer? Uh, for me, personally, because prayer has worked in my life, my whole life. And uh, listen, it's 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 not saying that every time I pray that things go the way I want to go, because I do believe that God has certain plans for us. Um, however, there's been many times I prayed and it's worked, and there's a comfort when I pray. There's things that 
come about. Uh, there's visions I see, and I don't mean like I see visions, but you know, my brain unlocks stuff sure, to, sure. to put me in different directions. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Kind of like a daydream, then, in a sense. And I, I, Hank, my pastor, said uh, Sunday was talking about people coming to Christ, and he said, "Listen, you know, because here, here's the thing about." And I, I love our church because, uh, the, like, he said, a lot of people come here because I've had other pastors go, well, you don't put the fear of God in people when you pray. He goes, well, I think people have had enough about fear. Mm-hmm. I think people need more love and understanding. Mm-hmm. And it's not that he doesn't go through the entire Bible. But Hank said something that really hit me home. He said, listen, if if you want to come to Christ, know that Christ will be there for you. And he's got you. And he said, and let me preface by saying, it doesn't mean everything's going to go your way. He said, I personally have prayed for for family members that have died, mm-hmm. that have crushed me. I have prayed for my brothers and sisters that were adopted that went back to homes mm-hmm. and were injured and didn't come home. He said, but what it says in the Bible is loving Christ is not about the world going the way you always want it to go. But Christ has your soul, and and being a Christian, for me, with your soul, it helps get you through times that mainly, normally you would not get through. Like, you've been raped. Oh, my God, this is always going to crush me. If you believe in Christ and you worship and pray to him, a lot of times he will or He will get you through that. It's, it's more about the salvation of the soul, not always, hey, do I want to be rich and famous right now? I would love to be rich and famous. It's not gone my way, but... I've tried to do what I've, I think God wants me to do on this planet. But the reason prayer works is because if you're a Christian, it gives you a heavy peace of mind. And I believe prayer works, and I believe it works tremendously. Okay. Uh, you'll, you'll be able, you, re, you answer the question I asked you, then you can respond to him and vice versa. Okay, so works. the question you asked me was... What informs your morality? What inform? well... Or what rules I, I around, had, maybe. I had a huge, huge benefit that I had two parents who really, really cared. And when I had two parents that cared... I met they, them, they're good people. Yeah, and, and they all the way up to 11, they were together. And then they split, and I had a stepdad who cared immensely. And then I had uh, a stepmom later down the way that also cared. and I had, So I had four... I had four people right away and forever that really, really gave a shit. And that, when, when you'd see the look on their face or you'd feel the disappointment in their heart or when you'd uh, you know, look and know that you disappointed them, it's, uh, that was enough to go, all right, this thing I cannot do. So every time I'd see the face of people on the street – Every man and every woman, in a small way, since childhood, it's been drilled into your head, that's mom, that's dad, or that could be mom and dad, or your brother and sister. So when people are like, how do you have morality without God? How do you have you know all that without God? I just remember that I wouldn't have anything in life without other people. Nothing. It, a life alone for me would be the the literal interpretation of hell on earth. So, and in very many literal interpretations, that's what hell is in the Bible. It's separation from God, and that's right. separation from people. So my moral compass is, I don't want to hurt anybody. It's not that hard. Okay. I, I have a quick, obvious question. Um, 
if your parents were, uh, knock on wood, no longer here, mm-hmm. they would become essentially your god in the sense that while you're not physically talking to them, they would have guided your morality throughout their teachings. Yeah, like yeah. Obi-Wan, I guess, sure. But okay. but does that... Uh, it's, it's I mean, the, right now it's, they're, they're alive. You could call them and go, is it wrong that I blank? But, yeah, you know. but I... Is it is it fun? Here's what here's what I also want to amend to amend and say. Look, do I openly admit that there could be the possibility? You're right. Yeah, that's a that's a real possibility. That's I, I think it's well, a real I possibility. You saying that because it's all based on faith. I could I I, you know, I feel Christ, but people when it's time to go, and we're all going to go. Mm-hmm. Sure, everybody then we're going to everybody's going to know. Why you know I here's here's what I like about my thought process, which isn't a belief. It's just a thought process. What I like about it is if I don't believe something, if I don't think there's anything after this, mm-hmm. then for all intents and purposes, I better enjoy it, and not only enjoy it. What's the way to enjoy life? Right. It's to have people around you who are happy. If I mean, like everybody, you know, not everybody, I guess, but a great deal of human good feeling comes from being accepted by a large group of people uh, or admired by a large group of people. And if that's the that's the great life is being accepted and loved by a large group of people. And Mm -hmm. all I have is now then I better do a good job of loving the people around me and loving this because I don't know if there's going to be anything after and. That that's an easy moral compass. Um, I want you to be able to respond to to Ruppel's uh, remarks about that, uh, sort of to lead you into that. The, yeah, I, the I, I obvious have... question uh, that that comes up, uh, or, or maybe not. The um, I have heard from not not like respectful religious people, but let's go with the wackos. Let's go with the you know the people in Jesus. Let's camp. talk about my wife. No, <laughs> All right. Um, the the uh, it's it's that is a fear to some degree for even the most uh, you know on the just barely into it Christians of like okay but without God worship morality um, and the fear from the wackos is if there were with the growing rise of atheism things like this uh agnosticism and questioning god and things like this comes a complete lack of morality uh so first part is does that scare you um as and you know Ruppel, you know me uh uh how do you um how do you square that with uh his his lack of religious uh, belief what do, you, what do you mean? How do I how do I attest to like? Does do it think? worry you that people don't have faith? Um, As a, from a from a, sta- a stance of morality, what basically responding to to Ruppel and he was saying this is where my morality comes from. Do you go okay? That's perfectly acceptable, or is that still kind of scary to you? But you know Ruppel, so you trust it. Well, I, I know I know the two of you are very moral. I, I well, that's why we're all friends because. You and I, Mitch, have had uh, – we've had discussions, but Mitch and I have had many more discussions. And Mitch, you've actually said to me, you don't mind speaking about this because I'm the one guy that doesn't get crazy on you mm. and want to yeah. go, I'm out of here. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's why you're on the show today. Right. So, oh, I yeah, mean, yeah. does it bother it, – it, it bothers me in the sense that I think of 
with people not believing in God that eventually it's going to take over this government. And if this government combines church and state and the government becomes church and state, they're never going to have the masses' uh, best interest in heart, whether they're a Christian or whether they're not a Christian. So is your concern of, let's say, an atheist uh, in a position of power? Um, in the sense that he may make changes uh, that aren't good for this country. But again, I mean, I, I personally, eh, believing in the Bible, it's going to happen regardless. It's going to happen someday. Revelations, I believe in Revelations. It's going to happen. We're going to have a moneyless system, and things are going to change. Um, I, I have this question for you guys, and I, okay. I know you guys are very moralistic, but now, when you do something, like you said, now your parents are around, but when you guys were growing up, when you did something bad, did you feel bad on the inside, or were you just did you have a fear that if my, my parents or somebody finds out, then I'm going to be in trouble, or was it like... I I think it greatly depends on the infraction. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I, I took a cookie from the cookie jar. I didn't, you know, I wasn't like, oh, I'm the worst. I'll, I'll tell you yeah. this. I'll tell you this. I have a repetitive nightmare mm-hmm. that happens at least two, three times a month. And okay. this is the nightmare. Right. All right. This kind of explains me. And if you're asking, does the outsider just fear my parents or is it coming from the inside? Right. The fear, the, the nightmare is. It's gift day for Justin. You know, it's the birthday or it's, you know, whatever, Christmas. And I'm getting a gift from somebody I very much love. My wife, my parents, my sister, somebody who I really care about. And they've got this look on their face like this not only came from the heart, but this cost me money that I don't have. Right. They hand it to me and I open it up. And for some reason, I don't immediately identify with it. I just think it's kind of shit in my head, and that comes through my face. And I look up from the box, and I see the look on their face. And it's just sadness and disappointment, like they disappointed me and everything. When I did something wrong, that welled up so much inside that I just decided, fuck it. I'm I'm not doing that. Like, just... And unfortunately, it's it's probably my biggest downfall is that I will dig too deep with people who don't want to be challenged. You know, I'll push buttons in people that I shouldn't because I don't want them to think that I'm not moral. I said something that they were like, hey, that's not funny. And I'm like, no, no, no. Let me tell you what I believe. And then, right. you know, or I think this and this and this. And they'll get in a fight with me. And then we'll be, you know, they're like, I don't like this asshole. You know, he's too. You know, I'm like, no, I'm just trying to get my opinion. That's a big problem. I, but I, it came from a welling inside. It's like, oh, crap. Well, I'll pray for you, man. <laughs> so, TK, uh, in, in situations where you say there are Christians who are like, oh, you can't drink or you can't do this and do that, and things yeah. like that. Things that, um, I mean, the Bible has a long list of sins. Yeah, I mean. But, but the question is, when it comes to a sin that you're like, eh, I don't really count that. Is that something you pray anyway? You say, hey, I'm sorry I did the thing you don't like, but man, I love doing it. Premarital sex, let's suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or are there certain things you're like, nah, you got to let that one go. Screw it. I don't need to pray about that. Well, for me? Yeah. yeah. No, I, I pray about it. I, I, you know, I don't judge other people. I mean, but yeah, there's little, little things. That I'm like, oh, why did I do that? Why did I do that? 
please don't let me do that again. I pray, God, that you, you know, I shouldn't have done what I did, even little things for me. I mean, because I want to be a better person moving forward, you know. I, I, the, the, because uh, I grew up in Texas. It's, it's so Catholic and then never touched, though. I had acne, mm-hmm. so I was pretty safe. Good. I mean, if, if you look at God as being, if that's why life is not always fair, because I'm a Christian and Justin isn't. If life was fair, as a Christian, I would have had his face and his voice. But, you know, I'm stuck with uh, Hellboy. So um, no, I'm just trying to laugh. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. It's fine. I like it. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. a lighter move. <clears throat> yeah, that's fine. I, 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 um, I, look, I, <laughs> my whole thing, as I've explained to Mitch in several occasions, is that I have no clue. And I honestly enjoy it when I find somebody who has a faith in something and they're good, you know, and they're decent people. And usually it's those people who don't talk about it much. You know, it's, it's something they believe and occasionally they say something like, I'm going to church or, or, you know, uh, I'll pray for them like you do or like a few people I've known as long as it's not, it, it, it fear, you know, that, uh, what's the, uh, thou protest too much. Yeah. The people who proselytize yeah. feel like, well, your faith doesn't seem very strong. If you need other people to believe it, yeah. Let me let me ask ask you this now: Is Katie? Is she? Uh, does she believe the way you believe, or is she a Christian? Or what no, she? she believes like I believe. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, see, for me, it was important that I married a Christian. One of the reasons, though, is just because when it comes to raising children, it's much sure. easier to do that. But I also want to make sure that I married a Christian like me. That don't believe that you know homosexuals are gonna just have the worst time ever after they die, you know, or the fact that um, you know whites are superior to blacks. Like, mm. I mean, it's out there and it's it's fucking scary. I, I'm just I'm laughing yeah, because you started I, with the fact that instead instead of the belief that, but it's all right. Yeah, yeah, and I I don't believe that at all. Of course, well, they're ta- I mean, they're, yeah, they, the, the people who talk yeah. like that, they're like yeah, they, they um, speak it. Like, yes, the Church of Jesus so Christ of Latter Day Saints. For me, it's <laughs> it's it was important to uh, be with somebody who believes because here's the thing: people say, well. You have to be saved to be, you know, to to go to heaven if you're Christian. And I believe that you need to know Christ. However, what I'm saying is, like, you can know Jesus was the Son of God and still not be a Christian in the sense that Judah, Judas knew exactly who Christ was. He knew who he was. Was he saved? No. He caused the death of Jesus Christ by doing what he did. Um but again, I'm not a quick, Christian. Qu- judges, quick question. Quick people. question. Quick question. Just a quick question. Yeah. This is just a. This is a funny thought. I, I always. I always want to ask somebody who believes. God sent His only begotten Son to die. Right. Yes, He did. To die. Mm-hmm. Didn't. Wasn't Judas kind of necessary? Yeah, but here's the thing: it didn't have to be Judas. It could have been one of the the uh, could have been one of the other apostles. What I'm saying is no, no, no. But it's always my, an inside my, job. My, <laughs> my, my, but my question is. This is this is the theoretical question I always had. Like, didn't God have a plan for Judas? And the plan was make sure you turn in Jesus, and make sure be, it has to come from you because He'll know it was my plan because He He knows He knows me. And yeah, then, you no, don't believe that? No, I don't believe that because that means that from the minute you're born, your life set. This is the way it's going to. No, go no, down. no, no. You said earlier though that no. God had a uh, has a plan for all of us. Yeah, he does have a plan for all of us. Well, but He also gives us free will, which means if you decide to get hooked on alcohol and live underneath uh, 
uh, underpass and be homeless. He doesn't want that for you, but you still have will over your own life. You can say, you know what? Tomorrow, See, yeah, that's I'm, that's the problem I have because then, but then no, I then what, I well, it's then, not, it's well, not here's, even between your free will and my free no, will. No, no, no. Here's why: because I don't want every decision I make to go. Is this what God's going to be judging me for later? Because what a terrifying reality! If it's like, look, if I ter- turn a right here instead of a left, if I decide to go to this gig or not, if I decide to go to work or skip it, if I decide to do anything or this thing, do I get off the path of God? And if I end up at the end as an alcoholic who's living under a bridge, God, that wasn't God's plan, so God doesn't love me anymore? No, of course he loves you. He loves you like crazy. Well, he could send me to hell, couldn't he? No, he couldn't send you to hell. All if you right, don't want no. to say, okay, here's what I believe, just sure, so you know. Sure. I believe whether you believe in Christ or not. When you die, you're going to have the opportunity to see Christ and to make your decision. I mean, and to be honest with you, if you died and then you realize that there is a being out there of immense power who loves you, you know, people can still make the decision, I think, and go, no, you know what, I'm good. Mitch wants to sleep free. He goes, man, if I'm dead and I don't ever have to wake up, that to him, he goes, that's payday. Right. right, right. Well, well. See, my my issue with with the discussion of heaven, and and feel free to speak to this. But my issue with the discussion of heaven has, I I feel like it was that's a that felt like something that somebody just came up with like on a whim. Because if you spend more than ten minutes thinking about heaven, you realize there's an inherent problem, and that is that uh, there is no freedom without the loss of freedom. Uh, for instance. Uh, to you to have uh, for, for you to have the freedom to walk down the street and not get killed takes away someone else's freedom to just come up and kill you. Right. Not saying that we, we we obviously value you not being killed over right. their of desire to kill, but it goes in a lot of other ways. Um, like uh, I I am a big fan of boobs, and uh, Me too. you know free let the boobs free. But uh, there are people that, for whatever reason, are offended by boobs. So right now, society says their freedom to walk down the street and not see boobs is more important than my freedom to, uh, well, I'm not a female, but a female's freedom to be topless like men are allowed to be. Right. So in heaven, where all is is well and grand and, and wonderful— Almost all of the things I want to do, the Bible says are probably not the greatest thing. I want I want a room where I walk in and it's just a 45-woman orgy, and they're like, finally, the dick has arrived. <laughs> and I'm just in the thick of it, right? And then I get up to, like, get high or get drunk. And, and, and Heaven's and, Logic says there are 45 women who are like, I want a fantasy of waiting in a room with yes. 44 other women. Well, no, they're they're not just one, waiting. They're yeah. they're having their fun. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're, they're having they're, fun with each other. <laughs> they're they're basically just shy of just just barely on this side of lesbian. You know what I mean? Right, they're right, right. like they'll let me in, but that's about it. Now I'm not saying, you know, yes, this is an absurd reality I'm painting. I'm merely saying that uh, Someone else's heaven, uh, Ruppel's heaven, for instance, might be every night there's a goddamn Dave Matthews concert in the middle of Heaven okay. Square. That's, that's, that is my hell 
you understand? Like, I would be miserable. I'm walking around, and everybody's like, oh, dude, Dave Matthews again. I'd be like, shut the hell up. Well, let, me, now, let me ask you that very well put, by the way, Mitch. Uh, well, thank you. Uh, and I'm going to ask you guys, I'm going to, uh, let me let me get through that first. Yeah, and okay, I have a question for you. <laughs> now, who knows when you Trends die? And, trails. Sorry, when you, when you die and transcend, that you're going to feel the way then that you do now. Because when you were seven, what was important to you is not as important as when you were 21. Sure. And now that you like thirties at seven, but okay. I know. But I'm, I'm just saying, okay. certain things become different for you. Sure. Um, one of the things about being a Christian is I, I, I've said many times when I've prayed is I want to be, when I die, I just want God to take away everything from me that is jealousy or fear or hatred, because if we actually lived in a society, even if, listen, if we lived in a society where you played sports and people never cheated, it would probably be a lot better. But people are going to lie and cheat. If we live in a society now where people truly, truly Put other people first, always. Like forty-five women. This would putting be. Me this first. would be heaven. Yeah. Absolutely. Like if I ever, if I always put everybody first, and I don't, and I'm very selfish sometimes, and it eats me up inside. But I, I believe that when we get to heaven, we're going to transcend to a point where it's like no, they even in, in the Bible. It's nothing that you can even imagine. It's going to be so phenomenal. By by pure logic. By pure logic, you can argue both sides of this following coin. Mm -hmm. If God loves me, Mm -hmm. because God loves me, right? So no, here's the thing: I can I can be alone. You know, uh, I can be alone and a bad person and whatever I want, and I can have that excused. Because God loves me. Even though I did all this crap, I, God still loves me. He loves everybody, right? He And can forgive you, yes. right? And the inverse is true, where you go, it's because God loves me that I turn around and I love everybody else, because his love inspires me to turn around and do those things. There's two sides of that same right. coin. And the reason I say that I think it'd be better for society to be without God is because it takes away the negative side of that coin. Because if you treat other people badly and there is no God, you're punished. And what do we take away? The only thing you'll ever have this moment will take happiness out of this moment. Because quite frankly, statistically, you could go at any moment. Mm-hmm. And if we just take away your happiness right now, we're robbing you of the only thing you could ever get, which is bigger than robbing you of a life. And then, fu- I mean, here's... Well, here's taking away your happiness, what do you mean? I'm, I'm, meaning, if you're a bad person, mm-hmm. you're already doomed to spend a life alone. And if you spend a life alone, then life is over anyway. Well, why are you doomed to spend a whole life alone? Because who wants to spend time with a fucking asshole? Yeah, because those fucking assholes sometimes decide that, you know what? I'm tired of being a fucking asshole. Maybe it's me. I'm the, uh, maybe I'm the guy, like you said, you find out you're the guy at the party that smells. Like, right, right. right. Yeah, like, yeah. people have, like, uh, we were talking about Sam Simon, who died yeah. from The Simpsons. Apparently, yeah. he was not easy to be around with at all. At all, then he got cancer and he completely turned his life around. Now that's sad that cancer did that. But he, get, I was talking to Chris who is on The Simpsons. He said everybody was talking about the fact that 
He just gave away millions, did charity work, did whatever he could, became a different person, a red skeleton who was not a good person at all. But what does that have to do with God? No, but I'm saying you can use tribute to God too. Like, listen, I believe if you are con- if you say you're Christian, but you are constantly not a good person, and you're just doing what you want to do, you're not a Christian. You may believe God- Christ is the Son of God, but that doesn't mean you're saved that you believe in Him. Because if you believe in Him, if you really believe in Him, there's a transformation that takes place in your soul. There really is. I felt it, so I know. It doesn't mean I don't fuck up. It doesn't mean that I'm not selfish sometimes, but. I'm constantly trying to be a better person. Here's here's my point. Okay. Uh, I, I, I just want to. Oh. Hopefully, it's a short one. Yeah. This is okay. Because I want to get to TK's question, and then I got a couple of real quick final questions. We got about twelve minutes left. There's never been a suicide bomber atheist. You know why? Because that murderer who takes people with them believes there is an all forgiving God. Who wanted them to do it? Who wanted these souls off the ground? Who And that murderer, whether it be Timothy McVeigh or fucking uh, the Muslims or whatever, it doesn't matter. They all believe, listen, hey, I may have done it. <laughs> But I'm okay. Yeah, but you don't know that for sure. There could have you don't you've never met every suicide bomber. No suicide bomber. Let's put it this well, way. No, but so wait, you're no, just, no, no. Hold, you know the, you're saying. Wait, wait, wait. The, the no every, suicide bomber was a self-professed atheist. No one ever went in and said, "I'm doing this for nothing." Yeah. <laughs> no one ever walked into a uh, like a like a. Thank no, you, Cosmos. <laughs> no one ever. No one ever walked into a mall full of people with a vest on and said, "The reason I'm doing this is because there is nothing." No, they did it because they know they know that life here is shit and there is a place beyond here that is great that promises them forgiveness even well, though you're talking more muslims no no no, no 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 that christians did it they it's the same i think it, i think that's the reason suicide is is that, no, frowned upon in the look, bible is because you go well my life is so shit heaven's supposed to be great i should just kick out out of here well, the so bible talks about the bible will say more, hey you know I, I, you can't you can't commit suicide and go to their right heaven. but yeah. i mean there's people that i'm sure that are snipers that just had a bad day maybe they weren't maybe they didn't believe in god you can just have a bad day. Oh, he go, was I'm specifically saying out. suicide bombers, right? So, but we don't know. It's 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 speculative. It's probable, but but I always it's, I always heard the phrase: possible. "There's no such thing as an atheist in a foxhole." I always hear that said. Well, you know what? There isn't. There's no such thing as a atheist suicidist. Yeah, but that's probably suicide bomber. Suicide bomber. Like I'm going right. to take people out. Well, for I, a I equate. Uh, did you what, what was your what was your question? Do you remember what your question was that you yeah, wanted to I ask? Yeah, I just said uh, that's equating like the KKK to Christianity, like Muslims to the Taliban. It's the same, but one is, and the other one's insane. Oh yeah, yeah. There's no doubt about um, that. Did you guys? Is there ever a point in your lives growing up where you guys did believe in God? Like where you huh. did believe in Christ? Yeah, I tried. Okay, I tried. Mitch, what was the changing for you? What happened? Was there one instance, or was it just? It was. I, I feel like it was a series of things. Um, and not being just a lot of. Most of the time, it was like, uh, just I'm I'm an inveterate perv, and uh, I was like, oh, God's not a fan of that. Uh, but it kind of. Uh, so that's what I felt cursed. I think for a long time about that. Um, you know, everyone I knew was, oh, girls have cooties, and I was like, why do I want to touch them? You know. And um, 
so so that was a that was a big you know test of the faith, okay. and then it just sort of I just sort of fell out of favor with it. It's just too many questions and too much like it felt like I was in a box of thought. Like oh no, I shouldn't even be thinking that. Then I remember sitting in church and going, "Don't think about fuck. Don't think shit. Don't think." You know, whatever you know, curse words that I'm like not supposed to say in church, and I was like thinking, I'm going, don't don't think about that. Um, uh, compulsive, really, or so, uh, so then you know, deciding uh, that God obsessive. doesn't exist allowed you to think that way. Yeah, at and first, not, at yeah. first, that's what it was, and then it just over time, you know, it just exploring different ideas and different realities. I've been through a lot of different religions. Um, and just kind of going, oh, that's interesting. That's what you guys are into, and then kind of mulling that one over. Does that make mm-hmm. any sense? Does yeah. that vibe with this? Does that, yeah, you know, yeah. so on and so forth? Yeah. Well, because I, I was, we talked one time about the fact you used to play sports, and then you said your dad left, and then you quit playing sports around that same time, but you didn't attribute your dad leaving to you stopping sports. Uh, it was it was a factor because it was from a practical standpoint my mom couldn't take me to right you know i was in everything but i was you don't a, think you I was in diving sports and, because you were angry at your dad for leaving no 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 it wasn't like ah dad's gone screw it i'm not playing sports it was okay. a practical my mom didn't have the time my mom was okay. working three jobs i mean you know you can't right. take a kid to soccer practice football practice if, baseball practice yeah. swimming bmx right. cross country boy scouts fishing if, if the question's directed at me, yes, it was two. It was two blows. There was if it was a boxing match that knocked my fate out. Right. There was one that staggered me and one that put me down. The one that staggered me was when I was fourteen. Uh, I was hanging out with a group called Young Life, and which is like a Christian group for young kids. And you go out and you do real fun things like paintball and yeah, you know, laser tag and that kind of crap. And then at the end, you have a little, a little Bible study. And I asked a logical question after like the eighth week, a, a logic question. I said, uh, I, I raised my hand and the, the, the cool pastor who's like 19, you know, and holding all of us attention. And he's like, uh, what's up? And I said, uh, well, it says the Bible says, uh, Jesus is the son of God. And he said, that's right. And I said, but I, in the text, we just read it. It, it said, we're all children of God. And he said, that's right. And I said, so what's the difference between a child and a son? And he goes, well, he's the only true son. And I said, then what are we? And he goes, well, we're the children. And I said, but then aren't I like Christ too? And he goes, no. And I said, well, my dad said, my dad said that Jesus is a son of God just the way we're the son of God, just the way we're all the sons and daughters of God. And it's all the same. And that's the whole point is that we're all the same. Right. And he goes and looks at me with a straight face and he goes, well, that's why your father's going to burn in hell. And I said, what? And he said, well, the only thing you need to do to get into heaven is to know Christ. And if your father continues to have these kind of logic debates and not believe, then he's going to hell. That's the one that staggered me. I left that group. Yeah, now how old are you then? 14. Okay. And then I went to college, Mm -hmm. 18, 19. Right. And I took a philosophy class. Mm -hmm. And this philosophy class was the history of religions. And it took me through the history of where we started from written texts before Christ, you know, the papers that existed long before the Sumerians and all that stuff. And like, here's the timeline of how things were created. And you see the the timeline of where these religions came from. And you're like, oh, that logically creates that, creates that, creates that, creates that. And then you go, wait, so was God not a part of this? No, what? No, because... 
well, man created all this stuff, and then it looks pretty logical, like a like a person created this stuff. And if a person created this, then he created this. Then how is this in complete denial of this? And the people who believe this deserve to die. And the police, you know. And then the the professor goes, well, because quite frankly, <laughs> there is really only one thing, and it's one, and the one is it. There's no such thing as division. There's no up or down or left or right. It's just one. And if you think about it like that, makes sense. And I was like, well, that doesn't make sense. And he right. said, that's the point. You're not supposed to have an answer. All right. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I got to cut. All right. I have one last question for each of you. And then uh, at, at the stroke of one hour, you'll each have uh, two minutes to wrap up whatever you want to say. Uh, but the, the final question for each of you, and it's two sides of the coin, yeah. uh, for TK, yeah. is there anything that would uh, uh, take you away from, destroy your faith in, et cetera, et cetera, uh, turn you atheist, let's say? Well, the uh, the well, Da Vinci Code almost on. did it. No. <laughs> hold on. So that is – is there anything that would that would make you lose faith in God and Ruppel – is there anything that would make you uh, say, hey, there's yeah. definitely a God, it's the Christian God, or whatever God? Sure. Okay, whoever wants to go first. I'll, I'll go first so you can finish, because uh, okay. you went first last time. I think, uh, would there be anything that would make me believe it? No, because that would come from me. And I don't think my point on this life, I, I don't think my point in in being here is to know anything for sure. And if... If let's say Jesus were to manifest himself in front of me with the the things in his hand or whatever, my logical brain would go, this could be what I'm imagining intentionally to give myself that sense of relief so I can just put this away. This could be a manifestation of something. It could be a tumor. It could be a drug I'm taking. And I won't allow myself to do that as a protection to allow myself to keep going just in case the whole point was for me to discover. What if somebody else saw it with you? What if God held a press conference? It doesn't. It doesn't matter. All right. Uh, okay. I've done drugs my whole life, yeah. T. <laughs> uh, for me? <laughs> no, there's nothing that would happen that would take me away from God. I've had scares of, of having cancer and AIDS, and I had I had a tumor once. It just turned out to be hardened breast tissue. It just brought me... Closer. That's the times where I felt the closest because he got me through that. I mean, both my parents are gone. Uh, I've had a lot of friends pass away. Um, my dad left when I was nine and married my mother's sister. I mean, there's been a lot of tragedy. I was born with cerebral palsy. There's never been anything in my life that has taken me away. As a matter of fact, all the things that have been harder for me have brought me closer to God, and I think it moved me forward as a human being. So at this point, I no, I don't think there's anything that would ever make me stop believing in Jesus Christ as the Son of God. Okay. Uh, well, you've you've each got uh, two minutes uh, to to wrap up. You can either ask each other a question that you want them to spend two minutes on, or you can just talk freely about your oh, sort of closing. Uh, I, I would say no, closing are arguments. Still Christians? Are they no? No, no. no. Okay. My dad never, never really was. My mom, she kind of believes that there's, you know, the energy thing, and I believe I, I'll, I'll, the closest thing I have to a belief is that energy can't be destroyed or right. you know, created, which lets me, which lends me to the belief that there was something a long time ago. But 
for me to say that there's an intelligent thought means then I have to stack that on top of it, turtles all the way down. Yeah. And then, then what's the point of logic? Logic has gotten our species so damn far. It has crawled us out of the primordial ooze. We, we built tools and sent ourselves off the planet with logic. Right. This has no logic. Well, uh, I can see where you're coming from. I will say this, though, from a scientific standpoint. Um, the fact is we look at uh, creatures and outside of man, I mean, basically the, they work on instinct. doesn't mean they can't you know, have affection for one another. But basically, you're talking about creatures. Even apes work uh, with love, but there's also more instinct. And I will tell you this. This is one of the defining things that make me believe that there's a god of intelligent design. Because if it's just everything being thrown together, everything's just thrown together, um, basically every creature outside of man can breed and create new life within six to eight months. Even apes develop, you know... But man, it takes years. It takes years. And, and two points of contention I'm going to say is that, so I'm supposed to believe that all this just came together, and then a, 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 a two children, one male and female, were able to survive the wilderness till they were around 12 years old, breed, and then their children were, they were allowed to be able to survive and breed again and all come from that. The children... They have to. They, you've got to be like eleven or twelve before you can even breed, and before you're even in the area of being kind of an adult. When you say when you say one, you got to go. You, you're thinking that there was just one one uh, one species that had the uh, the mutation to become human beings, but that's not the way it happened. Every every species that landed on this planet as part of this little speck of dust that flew out from this big bang that started from something that we can't even see, that concentrated energy that the uh, the poem that Mitch kind of talks about that that exploded, right. that carbon, that all that stuff created these little tiny one celled things, and then literally trillions of those were around the planet, and they all kind of came close and died and came close and died. And you're like, okay, how did humans make it to 12 or 13? Back then they didn't. We used to have children at 12 and 13 and 14. That used to, I mean, in, 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 even in scientist times, logically. But you logically, still have to survive that, all, that, all that time of 12 years old, getting up to the point where you're not eaten alive. And, I, and, and the fact that you're saying we all land on a planet – that again is up for debate. That is just an well, assumption. But, it's an assumption. Sure, but it's so, also it's also an assumption that to say that the way that you know no, primitive carbon, carbon atoms come from stars. I mean that's that's not up for debate actually. Car, I mean carbon is. I mean that's it's in everything. It's in literally it, you can't have anything on the planet or in space without carbon except for nothingness. No, I understand that. No, you you yeah, but with, life nothing. life requires with the carbon. way DNA works. Yeah, uh, and and also there's actually one life form we did find here on Earth that doesn't that is not carbon based. So. Not every life form, but almost. Uh, yeah, and the fact that if it's all just random, that we all work on the same ocular level, like our eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Irreducible complexity. Yeah, I, it's, no, but it's it, true. It, I mean, it's so complex. I wish we'd have gotten into this 20 it, minutes it's ago. So I could, I'd, be, I'd be happy to explain uh, all of this uh, to you. How an ape and a lion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just, and, uh, well, yeah. I, I, I don't want to. But if random uh, without intelligent design. It's, well, that, it's... When you when you speak of random, you are imagining someone throwing dice into a bucket, and all of a sudden a child crawls out, which is not 
but that's not, any, what I'm that's not about at all. well, but it's not things smashed together and then oops, shit happened. We're talking about billions of years. Uh, humans have been around uh, as a species for less time than the fucking T Rex. Oh, absolutely, that I believe. You know, and uh, as an example, and it's like if you if you were looking at the scoreboard. You'd go, well, it seems to me like these humans got a long way to go. Like, those dinosaurs had a pretty good run. You know what I mean? They were there for billions of <laughs> yeah. years. The Jurassic period alone is, you know, a thousand times well, greater than all the time. We fossil we- fuels, you know? I yeah, mean, well, it's, it worked out well for us. <laughs> drive the cars just, around. But the, the, uh, anyway, that's the, that's the, it's, not a, it's not as random as all that. To, to, it's, clo- it's a, to close out. a series of mutations. To close out, I think what's great about what this is in this in in this podcast is just to show that i i love tk i i oh, love, I love you guys to there's death, man. there are there you can cross that bridge you oh, know absolutely. people people can actually appreciate people for, it doesn't i don't give a shit what you believe as long as you're good to other people and that's no, all I, I and judge. I believe that too i i, I believe i believe uh well i believe that god made things to evolve uh, but I, I agree with you on that. Uh, my pastor said, listen, as a Christian, if you believe there's nothing you can learn from a Muslim or an atheist or agnostic, then you're an idiot and you're never going to grow. Sure. Because we can learn from everybody. See? There we go. That's a good note to and end on. And then make an informed decision because God made our brains that way. That there we you can. go. Well, uh, thank you, TK, and thank you, Justin Ruppel, my for being pleasure. gray-hearted. We'll, uh, we'll return some other day. Thank you. With another topic. Thanks. Thanks.